Hey friends, it's Mark James, out in the car again on headphones. Uh, I just literally couldn't find another second in this day to do it. Gosh, <laughs> it's uh, it's Wednesday, I'm off to get Joshua from school, he, uh, sorry, from Kids Club. Uh, yeah, wild. I mean, I got up this morning and I took him to school and then I walked to town for my big walk. And then when I was about halfway there, I got a call from the school saying, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but it's the kids, they're all wearing Christmas jumpers today because it's the Christmas party. Now, this was only decided last minute, and apparently it's in the school app. I mean, who the fuck looks at the school app? I, I certainly don't. There's an app that's supposed to give you all the info, but I don't look at it. And now that it's there, but we checked after the fact, and it wasn't in the app. So who knows? But apparently all the mums were talking about it today in the mums WhatsApp group. Of course, the dads did not talk about it in their WhatsApp group. But some of the kids brought it up. Then it went in the WhatsApp group and everybody knew about it. Except for that Sarah's self-isolating, of course, and isn't, you know, doing the school run. And so I'm doing it. And so I don't have access to the mums WhatsApp group, thank God. So I didn't know. So I took him to school in his school jumper. Didn't notice anything. Apparently, he's there. He's the only one with his bloody uniform on, so he's devastated. So the teacher rang to tell me, and I said, okay, I'll get him a school uniform. I'll get him a jumper. But I was in town, and I didn't know if there'd be a Christmas jumper ready, because he just wore one the other day, and it would have needed washing, and blah, 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 blah. So I went to Primark in town. I bought him an Avengers Captain America Christmas jumper and a T-shirt to wear with it said legend on it, because he is a legend. And I walked them to school and then I walked to the school and then I walked home from the school. So by the time I'd done that, I'd been walking over three hours and it was um, half past 12. So I got in the house, quickly showered, went out to the outbuilding and at 10 to 1, I logged on for my first virtual show. I did a murder mystery event for some company. I've stopped even checking what they are now. <laughs> I don't even look into the company anymore. It's just one set of faces after the next and me performing director camera. I'm quite in the swing, though, and I do enjoy it. I'm going to uh, record my virtual set and just put it up online for everyone to see at some point. So, yeah, I've been doing that. And I did the first show. Then I came back in the house and I'd sold a prop to someone on uh, Facebook and they'd PayPal me for it, but they'd paid extra and said, can you spend it, send it special delivery? And I thought, well, there's no point in sending something special delivery if I don't post until tomorrow. So I quickly packaged that up and went and posted it and um, had to go to the post office. The second I got back from the post office, I had 20 minutes left before the show, but I basically had everything set up. So I decided to do my German lesson. So I did 15 minutes of that, grabbed a drink, ran back into the outbuilding and did another virtual show. And uh, here I am now, quickly going to get in from school. It's two minutes to four, and at 20 past four, I have to log in for another virtual event. And I'm doing that one. I've got to go on and do the magic straight away because I've got another virtual event at 5.30. But in between, at 5 p.m., I'm doing a quick magic show as a team pick-me-up for some people at Google. So bloody hell. I knew it was going to be a big deal when you get an email and it's from someone's name at google.com. You think, oh, this is going to be big time. So I've got this Google event at five o'clock. And then the second I come off, the, and literally the second I come off the Google event, I'm logging in to the next thing, which is for a company called, uh, uh, well, they're in London. I think they're like a restaurant or something called Delicious. But yes, I'm doing a uh, virtual event for them. And then I'll finish that and I'll have a little bit of a break where I'll chill briefly for about, an hour and then at eight o'clock I've got my last virtual show of the day so I am absolutely slamming it I've got six today six virtual shows 
and I've got five tomorrow. Although I'm sad to say that the big one for the virtual marketing company, digital marketing company, sorry, didn't come off. They messaged today to say they've decided to go a different way with it. And that was proper that. That was like almost back to real world money. I mean, it was better than real world money. You know, it was a really, really good gig. But they've decided to not go for it. <clears throat> so that was a bit of a blow, a bit of a shame, because I thought that would have been a nice gig. And that would have really, you know, just smashed away the cobweb pressure of working. And I'd have been relaxed again about you know, having a bit of whatever, but never mind, it didn't happen. There's no point in crying over spilt milk, is there? So that, friends, is what's been going down. I mean, it's cr- it's crazy how insane the last week has got, because these gigs are not for loads of money. They're for like, you know, I mean, fairly humble money, <laughs> but you can do a lot of them. So if you do four or five in a day, it's like doing a normal gig. And I'll take that. I do not mind. There's a lot of people out there claiming they're knocking out virtual shows for six and seven thousand pounds. And, you know, I'm struggling to get the three figures someday. So on it per show. And then some days it's brilliant. You never know. But, you know, all of this stuff, everyone pretending that things are amazing on social media. That's part of the problem, isn't it? That's part of the problem of why so many people, you know, commit suicide or get depressed or can't handle you know these times and it's because they're comparing themselves against somebody else's fabrication if you compare yourself against somebody else's lie then what chance have you got and i and i always have hoped that you know people tell me there's some sort of perception out there in this world that i am in some way successful and busy and all of that sort of stuff but let me tell you friends it's not all sunshine and rainbows and five thousand pound checks dropping on the doormat every single day it really isn't so if someone like me that apparently has some perception of doing all right and is successful is telling you that it's not going as great as everybody says it is please take that as some sort of clue that all the people who say it is going that well a lot of them are full of shit it is not going that well it is not sunshines and rainbows and loads of money falling about now having said that There are plenty of people who are doing well because it's Christmas and loads of companies have got massive budgets for Christmas parties and they might as well spend it because, hey, it's tax, isn't it? You know, you get you get the tax off. So some people are doing virtual big events and I've had a couple of them, but it's not every day. So, you know, just let's all calm ourselves with the idea that don't compare yourself. That's the phrase there. That's what I'm saying. Don't compare yourself to somebody else's lie. What is the point in that? Now, on the funnier things, I'm just about to pick Joshua up. There's a thing in our house called the Piggly Wiggly. Now, the Piggly Wiggly, have you ever put your thumb on the front of someone's nose, just on the underside and pushed upwards a little bit? Their nose looks like a pig's nose, and the middle of their lips rise, and you see a little glimpse of their two middle front teeth. And it sort of makes them look a bit hamsterish, but the nose is, is piggish. So I would often... <coughs> Oh, God, big sneeze there. I would often uh, push the front of someone's nose up like that. Well, when I say someone, I mean Sarah. And it makes that face, and it really makes me laugh. So I did this to her a lot. And then I did it to Joshua one day, and I gave it a wiggle. And when I wiggled it, that's when I came up with the piggly wiggly. Now, sometimes I do this to Joshua while he's asleep, and I film him. And I show him the video the next day, and he laughs his head off, and he's devastated. Well, Joshua tries to do this to Sarah all the time, but she's too quick. So he very rarely gets one on her. Anyway, he did. she did one to him yesterday. And he laughed. And then he waited for his moment. He was trying to get her. And she said, you'll never get me. But 
She was also wearing a T-shirt that had polar bears on it. <laughs> and the polar bears all had big noses. So Joshua tried to grab the nose of a polar bear on Sarah's T-shirt, pull it, and give it a wiggle. But what he did not know is that behind that T-shirt, <laughs> because it was pajamas, was Sarah's nipple. So my son, in complete innocence of attempting to give a polar bear a piggly wiggly, gave Sarah's nipple a good grab, pull, and shake from side to side, which nearly flipped Sarah off the couch. Because, of course, she didn't realize that she was wearing a polar bear T-shirt and that he'd try to grab the nose. So she just wondered what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I saw this whole thing on play, on play and her go, ah, what the... And anyway, he went, what, what? And she went, you grab my nipple, you little idiot. And he burst out laughing like it was the funniest thing that had ever happened. And I burst out laughing like it was a funny thing that had ever happened. And then Sarah told us both off and we both said sorry, but then both looked at each other and laughed. So, nipply wiggly. <laughs> anyway, that's today's podcast, friends. Be good to each other. Bye.